Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. I'm Mark. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration. We share struggles. We brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us. Hi, everyone, and welcome to season three of the Chaotic Harmony podcast. Season three. I know. Here we go. And this is kind of a very bittersweet episode because it is Mark's last episode. Mm, Yeah. You don't have to do this, do you? <laughs> you gotta leave. You gotta leave. Mark, my friends, has gone over to the dark side. I have. <laughs> do you want to tell there, everybody right? what you did? Yeah. What have you done? I have accepted the role as visual and performing arts coordinator for the Chula Vista Elementary School District. Yay! So I'm excited, and it's it's a lot of fun. I've been in the role for about a month and a half, almost two months now, and I like it. I do miss the kids, mm-hmm. and I do miss teacher life. But I think that we're in a position where we can do some really cool things and continue the work that Lauren like really, really put into the community. Yeah. Yeah. So it's bittersweet. Yeah. Definitely. If you've been following us from the beginning, you heard from Lauren mm-hmm. way back in the beginning. Episode and she zero. is a powerhouse. And we were very sad to say goodbye to her. Yes. But I cannot tell you the relief that I felt when I found out it was going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's comforting. Thanks. No, seriously. Yes. Yes. Because you're stable and you're reliable and you listen. And I'm excited for where we're going to go. I think that's the key part. Mm-hmm. What Crystal said, the last bit, you listen. And mm-hmm. I, it's easy for people to take the wheel and spear, spearhead the direction they want to go. But literally everyone I talk to, everyone I talk to that's involved, like when they found out, oh, Mark's in charge. Cool. Mm-hmm. And it's good because, yes, you do listen. You listen very well. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be slightly insane to do this during a pandemic, <laughs> I though. Know. <laughs> yeah, I thought, like, this would be a great time to join leadership. Right. Let me just jump in. Totally. And, you know, it's there's a huge learning curve, and it's a big yeah. job. And being able to support so many different teachers at so many different sites in a district that's decentralized, I mean, there are there are challenges and unique opportunities and unique ways of thinking that I get to do. And mm-hmm. like, that's fun. And I enjoy the problem solving aspect of it. But I really like on the first day of school when kids were back, like I sat at my desk. And I'm like, oh, I really did this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, this is a real thing, you know, because <laughs> like before that did. I was working, it was summer and like there weren't kids and whatever. And but now it's like, oh, that, uh, it's real. OK. Yeah. But what's the difference between working with kids as a teacher and working with big kids like us? Grown ups. Well, well. <laughs> You don't have to answer. I've been facetious entirely. Kids are way more fun, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Kids don't censor. Adults do. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that is very true. And now he wears wears ties. That's true. I do. Yeah. Is this your first time wearing a tie on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Before it was just cardigans and (laughs) t-shirts. It's true. Yeah. It's official. Oh, grown yeah. up, Mari. I well, I tried to wear a cardigan, but it was so hot. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, true. Like, San Diego hot's not very hot in comparison to other it's places. It's like eighty-three. But, like, it's still. <laughs> they said it reached ninety today. Did it ever reach ninety? I, I think know. it did at school yeah. for like it a was, minute. It was toasty. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. So I wear I wear a tie, and mainly I just wear a tie so I can roll up my sleeves because mm. I feel like it can like. The tie helps that. It balances it out. Yeah. I get like, that. I don't like just wearing a button-up shirt with no tie just because I'm a little, you know, things like COVID. Um, and so, <laughs> COVID like, and so it's just, it's like, okay, it helps kind of break it up, sure. but then I can also th- do this because I don't love long sleeves. Mm-hmm. So, But as you pointed out to the boys, you're wearing your Star Wars socks, so it all <laughs> yes. balances out yes. somewhere. All the socks are always all a little bounce. bit wild. Yes. So clearly we have we need to have more admin on our podcast. <laughs> we never talk about fashion. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> that's not true. No, you mentioned shoes. She yeah. shoes. It always yes. comes back to Mark shoes. Mark always brings back the fancy. That's true. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Why are you like, leaving us? I know. There's there's starting to be at the at the district office. So I I wore Cole Hans for a long time, and I love mm-hmm. Cole Hans. And then Zoe kind of wore them, and then Lauren got into them, mm-hmm. and then Lauren got Tony Fattis into them, and so now, oh. and Tony's in our kind of department, and she is an amazing. She was a former principal. She has a really. She long, was my former principal, yeah, and she got she to be amazing. my principal for a quarter as she steered the ship during <laughs> right. during March of twenty twenty. Yeah, that last quarter. Oh man. And um, so she's been wearing Cole Hans, and mm-hmm. then in our Wait, sorry, what are Cole? Hans? They're, they're, they're a it's a shoe. brand, dude. Yeah, it's a brand. So, it's like Nike, but not. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> just go shopping for John. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. We'll get I mean, shoes. Let's do it. Ooh. I'm telling you, always comes back to shoes. Okay. Um, and then another coordinator in in kind of my building wears them, and then we got another coordinator wearing them. So it's like Cole Hans are making, making the rounds. This if you want to sponsor, <laughs> is sponsored by, by Cole Hans. Yeah, you guys right. are welcome. 
<laughs> Please sponsor us. Ooh, now I'm thinking about dressing you up, and we're gonna. We decided we're gonna have a special segment where we go on Coffee Meets Bagel and talk to girls yes. for John. Yes. Oh gosh. Yes. So this is published. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Just want to go on record right now yep. and say I've been helpful in that department. Around the week. <laughs> Nicking around. Yes. I love talking to girls for you. So welcome to KR Comedy where we talk Season about three is already fashion. We talk about... Oh, man. Oh, Lord. Um, I do feel like before we get into more things, too, I wanted to um, acknowledge that Zoe stepped down from the podcast, as I'm sure you noticed, um, last year. And at first, uh, we weren't sure if she was just going to take some space or was going to be coming back. And she has made the decision to kind of take a different direction. So I have a statement from Zoe, and she... Um, So this is what she sent to us. Um, Zoe took a step back from Chaotic Harmony in June 2020 as a practice in self-care. That time of racial reckoning in America necessitated a commitment to personal engagement in learning and unlearning. For a year, her process looked like listening to and reading works by BIPOC activists, journaling, and chewing on ideas during mealtimes with her quarantine pod on the patio. In July 2021, Zoe officially ended her role on the pod Podcast. This coincided with the start of a sabbatical. The first season of the sabbatical looks like studies in care-centered activism, bass playing in an opera band, and half-full glasses of barley tea scattered around her house. Zoe's favorite chaotic harmony memories include playing spiccato with items that Mark and Crystal borrowed from their children. In addition, <laughs> Zoe enjoyed listening to guests tell stories that demonstrated the multitude of ways to be a music teacher. Zoe is thankful for the CH team for many laughs and for listeners' curiosity about how music educators create so zoe we love you you, so much and uh yeah it's uh it's interesting moving into a new normal without you guys but i'm really excited for where zoe's life is going to be headed and for where yours is too she's in a a band playing bass like pop opera what yeah (laughs) it's like pop jazz opera and it's amazing i saw a little bit on our instagram story as she posted Mm -hmm. this is really cool it is really cool for you zoe Zoe. Yeah. yeah Yeah, she'll be missed for sure. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I know. I know. So, cheers, my friends, to new beginnings. <laughs> to your invisible glass, there, Mark. <laughs> oh man. Well, life is looking different on the admin side of life. So we are going into our seventh week already of school. I know seven? it's yeah. Next week is going to be the beginning Time of our is a seventh flat week. Circle still. I, it really mm-hmm. is. Ooh. I know. And I remember I was listening back to some old episodes, and we were saying in one of them. Um, when the four of us were on the table like in that episode the last in person one we did like right when everything shut down right. and we weren't sure what to do right <laughs> yeah we still um what, what it was gonna feel like to be back in the classroom with kids <laughs> again after all of this yeah. was over and at the time we thought maybe it was gonna be a month oh you guys did oh i, I know you. i don't think it's gonna be this long but oh yeah yeah I, well we definitely didn't think it was gonna be 15 months jeez so yeah now we're back. We're back. Yeah. We're <laughs> you're back. not. No. <laughs> no. Oh, you, you're back. Yeah. Yes and no. Position. Yes and no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, who saw that coming, you I, know, seriously. at the no. time? Yeah. I get to print very large music standards and give them to you Yes, guys. you do. Yes, you did. <laughs> I asked Mark for some for a new copy of the music standards, and he gave them on, like, poster size paper. 11 by 17. <laughs> Wait, was it 11 by 17? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think Hans' quote was, was, I feel like the standards are yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> Use them, guys. <laughs> Students will be able to. <laughs> what you should have done, no, you shouldn't. What you should have been is very non-eco-friendly, mm. and each standard should have just taken the space of one. Well, then page. I could have just put it on the board and be like, "Look, principal." I don't think I'd have a board a anymore. The board. <laughs> yeah. Your standards are on the board. I am the standard. Just board. Post on myself. Yes. That's right. right. Yeah. Open into my clothes. Oh, better yet, no. We should make T-shirts and then oh, give to kids. There you go. Like, oh, Send them around. Jason He's the standard. Jason comes standing in front of the class (laughs) all class. He posed for us. Uh Yep. I get to do fun things like that. (laughs) My favorite essential question is uh, how do musicians make creative decisions? That one's pretty much permanently on my board. Like, look. Yep. Standard. (laughs) I did the thing. (laughs) Check. Just kidding. It we is, love standards. I mentioned this to you, but you didn't get the reference. Uh, 
I mentioned to you like you taking the next position um, over uh, after Lauren essentially it was like kind of like a James Bond move then we have this you know Sean Connery's gone but now you're in and my Pierce Brosnan Pierce Brosnan several iterations afterwards mind, mind you okay I mean that's a bad take but it's like you're taking over you're taking the the, man, <laughs> the mantle and not like I love the different mm-hmm. spin both of you had different uh, different personas for this position yet you're taking very different and I love both I've had a few people say oh so Mark's the new Lauren and I get like offended on your behalf and I'm like no, <laughs> no. he is the Mark <laughs> I, I've said I'm the new Lauren <laughs> 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 to well, people you, at the shop like, like I'm the new Bob coordinator they look at me like I'm the new Lauren. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> look at the mark. Yeah. He's but mark. he's the mark. But well, here's the thing, and <laughs> I <laughs> we're a mess already. <laughs> he's the fabulous mark. It can only go up from here for you guys. <laughs> Season three. No, oh. no, no. Limited, went, unlimited uh, upward potential. Unlimited upward potential. Calls. Hi, our Dr. Zoom Clement. calls was the yeah. low. Yeah. Mm. Mind you, yeah. we had good talks. But we did. Quality. Um, anyway, yeah, it was. Sh- yeah, um, I honestly forgot. Oh, yeah, we just have different like strengths. Yeah, and I think yeah. that Lauren, for her seven years being here, her strengths really played uh, like a huge Definitely. because she she gets ish done, mm-hmm. and she like is no nonsense and like we'll we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And those aren't my strengths. Um, I have strengths in other areas, and so it'll be like it'll be learning. And it'll be good, and I'm excited. Um, but yeah, so I think now, and I've, I've shared this with multiple VAPA teachers, and I'll share it with here, and I think now our, our, our mindset should be to shift into sustainability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, okay, we built it. It, some sites stronger than others, and, you know, some mm-hmm. some teachers are more involved at their school than others. Okay, but now how can we now start to shift to sustain? And what does that look like? Mm-hmm. How can we make sure that people who kind of see VAPA as maybe important, how can we like change their mindset to seeing VAPA as very important yes. and all this stuff. For those of you that don't, don't know what VAPA is, that is a California acronym that stands for Visual and Performing Arts. I'm sorry, Just to that, throw that out there. Is it a is a California thing. Fascinating. Yeah. People outside California oh. don't usually know what that what is. What do they used to like, say instead? I mean, fine I don't arts. know. Fine arts, yeah, it just depends like on your state. It's a five, it's a California thing. Eight, it's fine. Eight. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yes, but, better, but to <laughs> your point, we are used to this um, volatility yeah. in our states where you get a VAPA program for five years maybe and then the money runs out yep. and then they fire all the VAPA teachers and if you do manage to have a teacher it's like my kids school where like oh yeah we have a music teacher starting in fourth grade who comes once a week and teaches instruments I'm like what mm-hmm. kind of instruments still haven't gotten any right. info on what that looks like mm-hmm. so I'll find out since I have a fourth grader this year. Weird. Mm. Um, but I can give him a trumpet if you'd rather. <laughs> I was thinking, we were talking about this too when we were talking about Jonathan's weird classroom. Um, what he, element? Oh my what, gosh. Which, which you have the weirdness? weirdest classroom in the district, I swear. It's got a desk. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> bolted yeah. to the floor Mega in desk. the middle of the room. So he's got like this long, skinny rectangle of a classroom with a freaking gigantic teacher's desk. Yep bolted to the floor and and he's asked multiple times for them to take it out yeah. and the answer is uh, the answer is no first off yeah, i like to call yeah it the, i like to call the redacted desk um you can fill in blanks whatever that means but uh-huh. uh, there's only one that means to me um regardless is bolted to the ground and like the the notion was that it's supposed to be a workspace not a desk when mm. the, the first school was first mm. founded um there was supposed to be a teacher workspace um, and so it's bolted to the ground, and I've received. It's enormous. It's huge. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching, oh this, you know exactly where we're we going. We need more estrogen if, on this podcast. <laughs> well, the, anyways, um, it takes about I would say arguably a fifth of my classroom, and I have the largest yeah. room of the school because they recognize Do that. Do you I need, really? Yes. Be, well. Wow. Well, all the portables are the same size. Okay. So I'm equate my, my classroom format is the largest of all the classes. Okay. Because I have a, a built contraband. But most of it's taken up by this but giant. But the desk takes up so desk. much, and because I store a lot of my band instruments, the uh-huh. stands, the ukuleles, the like, and also now because. Um, and there's like no shelving in there. There's very little. Like, yeah. Just very little. And so if I took, if got rid of the desk, that would open up so much space but the the notion is what would happen if i'm no longer teaching there and so that's where this is coming from the answer Mm -hmm. from um 
What what's the department that we get rid of it? Facilities. facilities yeah, the yes. answer from facilities is what are you going to do when you no longer have a music teacher? And Jonathan's answer, which I think is lovely, that was just in our little music teachers thread, was what would happen if we normalized music education in California schools? <laughs> like, how about we stop assuming that we're going to get fired in five to ten years? You know. Yeah. And so, but that's just the paradigm that so many have. Like we said, thirty-five years. Yes, 35 my entire years life. Us. Yes. And so, like, I, I think it's. I love this is more of just focus on you, Mark. That I think that you're in you are in the right position at the right time, more or less. Because mm-hmm. as we mentioned earlier, you are amazing at listening. And after a year of and I'm gonna expect many more years to come of just dichotomatic clashes of people not listening, people fighting for one end. I think it's good that we have someone in your position that is willing to listen to both sides and try to bring people together. We need that. I I guess my fear is that being this year coming out of the pandemic or still in it or whatever the heck is going on right now. The pandemic? I'd say mid. All right, whatever. I'm over it. Um, But it's obviously not going away because we just got more mask mandates, not less. Um, Whatever is that um, it's going to be another kind of like we went to this one side of the pendulum and it was like all oh, the vapid teachers and when we talked to Lauren for the first time we we like rehashed that summer where she was like scrambling to mm-hmm. hire over a hundred vapid teachers in a year yep. in three months mm-hmm. pulling them from everywhere and so I'm afraid that now that we've had this year and a half of distance learning we're going to swing to the other side and be like well everything that's not standardized testing based we're dropping because we've got to get our test scores up when got to make up for learning loss you know that's the buzzwords it is and i yes. don't like it um mm-hmm. can we all agree yeah, yeah we don't hate like, it yeah, not a big fan of learning loss unsubscribe nope. but you want to see those test cards go up yes yes arts education uh-huh. arts education yep yeah that's how we're gonna do it there's yeah there's there's lots of schools of thought and mine is like there's a lot of trauma that has occurred mm-hmm. na- like nationally and so yeah one of the ways that we're going to come through that and kind of work through it is through the arts yes. and if we if we miss it we're screwed right we're setting a whole generation back yeah yep. if we make them sit still in chairs this year and do math problems we are missing what's important well math is important i agree but there's but yes. different ways to teach it yeah <laughs> yeah and I think our teachers do a really fabulous job of doing it, but we can take it deeper with lots of VAPA strategies and yep. we can make it stick more. And my, I have said that my number one goal this year is making school a place they want to be. It's a good goal. Yeah. 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 I yeah. want them to wake up excited to come to school. And so I just keep trying to think like, how can I be part of that? And I try to be out in the hallways um, as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. dealing with my own family and like everything that's going on in my own life. And I would like to kick back in my room in between classes and at lunchtime. But I'm like, mm, can't do it this year. Like I yeah. got to be in the hallways, high fiving them and elbow bumping, <laughs> you know, waving at them. Yeah. Building relationships. That's crucial for this school year, um, especially for those who just think think about our our first graders who just they haven't or maybe kindergarten is probably a better <laughs> situation who like, yeah. haven't had formalized education since preschool they were three when everything shut down that's small. how is that to think about like mm-hmm. three and so like when they come into our classes like that's yeah. it should be a, jo- a bundle of joy it should be yeah it should be but they're having a harder time adjusting the kids that were in kindergarten when everything shut down are now second graders and so mm-hmm. they didn't meet us face to face for that long, yeah. There's, you're it's right. a little I wild. My, I got to think my grades mixed up. No, you're right. You're right. I was yeah. trying to talk about first grade. They haven't I know I'm right, Jonathan. <laughs> See, this is going to happen. I know. This Without is you, I would see that chair. That's why. So listeners, that's why like, I'm just listening right now. Get, <laughs> get ready for the pew pews, <laughs> boys and girls. I'll let you talk, but I know I'm right, Jonathan. <laughs> I will fight you. I know you will, but I'll still be right. So um, Brianna says that so. to me. Mm-hmm. I will fight you. And that Gemma's starting to say it. It's like, Ooh. oh, we shouldn't say that. <laughs> so Gemma, I will fight you. No, let's no. not say Aww. that. Yeah, she starts preschool on Monday. Oh, yay. So I can't cool. believe that. I know. Dude. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. She was now. just a baby, though. Yeah, now she don't stop talking. I know. They yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Well, my Crazy. kids are nine and ten. You got a fourth grader. What the heck? <laughs> <sighs> yep. I know they're up to my shoulders, almost a hundred pounds. How's that transition been? 
Oh, it's it's different. You know, when you picture being when I pictured being a parent, I shouldn't speak for everybody. But when I pictured be a, being a parent, I pictured like babies and little kids. I didn't picture preteens and teens, you know. Mm. And so now I feel like I'm entering to this phase of parenthood that I just never even visualized. And I don't think of myself as that old. And I'm not I'm not that old. Like well, we're, people we're still say things like, oh, you're means. still no, young. We officially don't know. We're especially old because we don't understand Zoomer memes. Like, yeah, it's true. That and like the emoji thing. Like, I've heard that just using the smiley face uh, is like passive aggressive. Dude, no, we're not going to talk about emojis. Okay. Well, no, it's fine. But like, yeah, kids have misinterpreted my emoji. I was told not to use just a smiley face with my student teachers because they think it means like you're not, you don't really mean it. Like with my student teachers. Oh, like Yeah, like if you just use the simple smiley face, they think you're being sarcastic. So if I'm like, I'm so excited to meet you, normal smiley face or like, that wait, wait, are you talking about the, like the colon like parentheses like or the like, regular emoji? Remember before there were emojis yeah, and we just emoticons. used a colon mm-hmm. yeah. and so they're talking about that's passive. No, not that. Like okay. the actual emoji, simple smiley face that replaced that. So the non-branded emoji. They use it ironically. Okay, mm-hmm. fascinating. If you're a Zoomer and you listen to this, and I'm wrong, I am open to being corrected. If you're a you millennial, can add us at CH Classroom. You could. We want to know all about the emojis and we perspectives. Do. Yeah, no, no. A student yes. actually misinterpreted something that I, I, I had. Yeah. Yeah. And that was well, like, we ran into that a couple times last year over distance right, learning, right? Because like, we use emoticons. We do. This one? Yes. Yep. That one is seen as ironic. That looks like the Fallout like guy. <laughs> this is the one that I always use. I yeah, no, no. yeah, so the one with the curved so eyes for all listeners, the one with the, the curved eyes. The blushy cheeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the blushy cheeks is better. It's because it has more pixels. You, you oh. place more intentionality to it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about either. I've just used the one with the cowboy hat. Cowboy hat. That probably means something different. So I just use if the, that's bad, you should tell me. Yeah, no, seriously. Help us out. We're old. <laughs> we We're old. My knees old. hurt. <laughs> My yeah. Knees hurt so if much. you're too young to know what Oregon Trail is, then Ooh, tell us. the river! <laughs> Uh, died as dysentery. There was an exhibit at the Natural History Museum in no, it was the Museum of Us in Balboa Park. Mm-hmm. Um, that is all based on Oregon Trail and Brian and I were like in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. I only played awesome. Oregon Trail too. Oregon Trail when I was too old, I was too young for. Like that was like for the know, DOS computer. Are the baby of the crown, huh? Zoe, come back! I'm the baby. <laughs> Mark. I know I'm the old lady here. Yeah. Do you need help crossing the street? Probably. <laughs> it's okay. Parker and Preston already make fun of that. Oh, every once in a while when I say something ironically too old, Preston's like, "Hi, I'm an old lady," <laughs> and Parker grabs my arm, and yeah. I'm like. But this then, is already starting. But then, like, you can really lean into that and I just could. embarrass the snot out of them. Mm, you know what's true. even more it's weird true. about the oldness? So I used to be the baby at my school uh-huh. for the longest time. There are now three teachers that are younger than me. But babies grow up, Jonathan. I know, but my own. But here's Peter the thing. Our, 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 our listeners would be like, face. they're so young. But, <laughs> okay, so we're, like, on one end, like, yeah, I mean... We have we don't know what this means or what you know all this other <laughs> garbage. Sure, I anyway. I, if you, to our uh, listeners, it's uh, us placing a few fingers to our yeah your pulse. Pit. The idea was actually it was that I believe as a basketball player um, who was like trying to showcase like ice in his veins. Ice, ice in his veins, exactly. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I get so sports. I'm being, I'm being cold here. Cold, you know, giving cold. I, okay. I'm sure there are a lot of people laughing at me right now. That's fine. Please <laughs> at me. If you're laughing but, at me, I want to know laughing at me so I can block you. <laughs> but Mark, continue. Go for it. But like, then you look at our careers mm-hmm. and like, we're still on the younger side of we things. Sure. You know? Yeah. I think that we're in a really sweet spot because like. Still young. We are. No, we are like still. Like I was saying. No, even, we're no, not young. We're still, still young. No, as far as professionalism goes. I'm sorry. I, would say even, I interrupted Mark. <laughs> Please I was, finish I was your amplifying sentence. what Mark was saying. Excuse me. Mark, don't leave us. This is going to happen. He's going to lean across the table put my hand over his mouth. I'm going to call Brian. Just mute his mic. Mute the mic producer. Just have a both Just both of you will have a mute button for the other person. They should have. Okay. I'm, I'm not gonna if you're asking that. for Brian's Ooh. help, I win. I'm just no, saying. I'm, I'm saying that's what would happen. Yeah. Yep. You would call for Brian. Mm-hmm. No, but I think I agree with you, Mark. I think the whole... We are, first off, we're still young. We're still yuppies. Like, I don't know what a yuppie is. Young, upper professional, something, something. Upwardly mobile, um, 
urban professionals. Urban professionals, yes. Mm -hmm. So the, the notion is like, we are still young, and I think the fact that you know you are now the VAPA coordinator. Yes. You are up for... I, at 23 I, years old. Yeah. <laughs> I would know what this means if I was 23. <laughs> Wait, maybe. maybe. But, like, but we're still... And like, we're... we're, we're in a sense, we're still young, but also we're in the sense we're entering that stage of like being rooted in our professionalism mm -hmm. to where like like I mentioned earlier, they're now noobs at our school site, and like it's strange. But I now I have a different position. You have a different profession um, position on paper and also in multiple facets. For me, like I'm still the music teacher. I'm also the unofficial IT person <laughs> at school site, but also like. The, the unofficial folks, official IT person, mm -hmm. but You're in also high demand. for the new folks, like I'm also because I'm now seven years into my teaching profession, like I have a different lens and I have a different position now, and it's interesting to walk into that. Mm -hmm. It's strange. I think you're also in this position that you're not in the survival mode anymore. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. you're teaching, yeah. you're teaching, mm -hmm. you know, and you're starting to do the things and you're starting to be able to build systems and build um, capacity in your students to to do it. And I think you and I had this conversation, Crystal, like... Was it happening this year? Huh? Gosh, but no, I wasn't in this conversation. I wasn't cool enough? No. No. Was baby. It's very exclusive. Yeah, you had to be over a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry, good job. Uh, but uh, we had this conversation. I think your fifth graders or your sixth graders have only had music education. I don't know elementary school without it. Mm -hmm. And so now we ha we're in this position mm -hmm. now where our kids don't know life without it. Yep. Like music is all that they know. Yes. Or art we have is all raised them. Right. And so I'm sure now your sixth graders are much closer to doing the sixth grade standards than mm -hmm. when you first started. Oh, yeah. You know, and we were talking about that at our PD. I think that's where we were having that mm -hmm. chat. Late, so. yeah, makes sense. yeah. I mean, show up to stuff on time, dude. I had to take care of stuff. Punctuality is that important. Excuse. <laughs> yeah, but just like you know, now that now that we've essentially kind of grown up and we've you've taught a whole system of kids, like okay, mm -hmm. I know that this no longer works for right. this grade because it's like it's either too high or it's too low or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, I think I think it's in a, you're, like you're in a really cool position. Yeah, for I sure. Mm -hmm. I, it's really cool. Uh, I was helping out sixth grade. Um, they're doing an event and these kids were just messing around in a, in a good way. It was fine. Like some music was playing. They were just like, like dancing to it. I was like, man, I love these kids so much. Mm -hmm. And and as I, as I think about every single grade level to come, I, I, there are difficult cohorts, but like, man, I love each of these kids. And I think a big reason, partially because they're just awesome, but mm -hmm. also partially because, like you mentioned, there is an like the, the community. Like there, there has never been a year where they've never had VAPA. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's true. Mm -hmm. I so I took my first elementary teaching job in 2010, mm -hmm. um, and I'd had a private studio before then. So I've actually been teaching for 15 years, which is crazy to think about. Um, but I so when I got that first elementary job, it was at a pre-K to eighth grade school, and I loved the little guys. And I just will never forget the feeling of dread I had, like standing outside the eighth grade classroom door, mm. about to walk in because I would just be hit with a a wall of animosity, like as soon as I walked in, like oh my gosh, it's her again. And I will never forget year four, day one. I walked in and I didn't have that anymore. Mm. They were happy to see me. And I was like, oh. That's great. <laughs> I mean, raising them makes yeah. such a big difference. Mm -hmm. And it's it I've I've thought a lot about our episode with David Frigo and how he talked about creating a culture of movement mm -hmm. in your classroom. And I think that's what it really comes down to is creating a culture of movement, creating a culture of singing. And you, it takes time and mm -hmm. it takes intentionality and it takes raising them to make that culture mm -hmm. because the culture is norms for yeah. a group of people. Mm -hmm. That's not automatic. And we have probably six new sixth graders this year. And it's always like, ooh, when we get a new sixth grader, you know, because it's like, oh, it can really throw off the dynamic of the whole group. But because these guys have had me since they were teeny now, right. like... I might have like a little weirdness with the new kids the first couple weeks, but pretty soon they see that everybody else exactly. in the room, including the 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 usual suspects, mm -hmm. you know, are like all in on the movement activities, and they're like, "Oh, this is what we do here." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mm -hmm. actually had a situation 
where because I, I I have I've had new kids. My school has a lot a lot of um, what do you call it? Uh, people from transfers. Uh, there's a name for it. Transfers essentially, essentially yeah. transfer from, from overflow from kids. Overflow, basically. Thank you. Yes, overflow. And so like, that happens all the time. So we have new kids. Like, okay, cool. Then th- that happens. What you mentioned, like the uh, yeah. amalgamate with the culture that's already established. Mm-hmm. I have a class this year because mm-hmm. we have so many overflow kids. Not a single one of them have ever been with me in person. Mm-hmm. Mm. Only one kid has ever been with me online. The rest of them are entirely new. Wow. And so the first day I was like, oh man, is this going to be like my first year? Fortunately, they're, they're great kids. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. We can work with this. You know, at least but, one of them has had music <laughs> since she was in kindergarten. Uh, I, because of that notion that... I didn't have any like I didn't have like the the culture of the class to back it up. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think another element was because these were sixth graders, my, my, mm-hmm. so it's like oh you know yeah so, yeah. But because not just not just because they enjoyed music, which was a huge plus, mm-hmm. but also because they saw how the other kids in the other classes interacted with me. I think that played a role as well to their warmth to um, accepting music. Yeah. I so think that that plays into them seeing that you're a trusted adult. Yes. That's key part. Mm-hmm. It's always a key part. Yeah, well, and I think that we've grown in our teacher personas and we've grown in our confidence and our mm-hmm. own profession, and that is worth a lot. It is. There's still a lot of growth for me in confidence, but I can still sense it that, mm-hmm. like, oh man, I, I, can, I can recall how I would be acting if I was in my third year teaching. And yeah. Like, Post pandemic, yeah. oh man. It is, yeah. yeah. It's a totally different game. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the hardest thing to figure out when you first become a music teacher is like, how do you have this high energy classroom where things are allowed that aren't allowed in a general mm-hmm. education classroom? Like we want noise and we want mm-hmm. movement, but you have to be in control. You want a semblance of chaos, but it's controlled chaos almost. I mean, yeah. That's my word. I mean, sure, chaos is a good word for it, but it's, and, and controlled chaos, and we know it's creativity and yes. it's ingenuity, but to to an outside observer, totally, it looks like chaos. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even to a new teacher, it looks like chaos yeah. because it it can it feels like it, it. does a because there's a lot. But learning how to how to like shape that tidal wave, that's it's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, that 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 first year kind of shock comes from a lack of real world experience in teacher programs? So I've thought a lot about this. I think it comes from a lot of different things. I think that is a huge problem in the state of California because you can go through your entire undergrad and credential experience and not actually be in a classroom with kids until you do your field work and not actually be in charge of that classroom of kids until you're a student teacher. And after which you've sunk like, you know, six years of college education and debt into becoming a teacher. At that point, if you get up in front of them and you're like, oh my gosh, I've made a terrible mistake. Like, what do you do? So anyway, yes, that's a huge problem. Um, Two, uh, we are thrown into the same classrooms as general ed teachers and it's a totally different thing. And even teaching a secondary and elementary music is a totally different thing. Mm -hmm. And three, I think that this is true across the board, no matter what kind of teacher you become. The relationship between teacher and student is different than any other relationship a, a, a young adult has had to navigate in their entire life because the rules for being a good person and building a good relationship to up to that point have to do with being a friend and mm. um and when you are figuring out that very powerful and very mm. important being a safe authority and that warm demander like i'm going to demand the best from you mm-hmm. and i know you can do it and i'm going to do it because i care about you that it's totally different mm-hmm. it's learning that skill of mm-hmm. you you want them Essentially, you want them to like you, but like you're not trying to get them to like you for the only reason of them liking you, right? Yeah, basically, like I'm not here to be your friend. I'm mm-hmm. here to help you become a good human, and that's also an important shift to make as a parent. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people are missing explicit instruction in what that looks like and how to do it. And so I've been kind of chewing on that lately. Like, how do I break that down to communicate that to a student teacher? Because I've had those talks with student teachers, and I have a bunch of articles that I've sent their way. Um, that made an impression on me when I was going through my process. But I think there's a lot left to be said about how to do that. And I'm pr- I think there is a formula, but I haven't cracked it yet. I'm working on it. 
I wish there was a book that talked about culturally responsive teaching. Yeah, well, brain. that's also really good. <laughs> yes, culturally responsive teaching for art, music, and PE is mm-hmm. an excellent book, and everybody should have it for sure. And I think in Zerda Hammond's book, she mm-hmm. she talks explicitly about the warm demander and yeah. how it's not necessarily this pobrecito syndrome, mm-hmm. but it's like, hey, you can do this, and like really holding the like standards high and really expecting students to do that and then also just kind of making sure that your cognitive load at the end of the day is they're leaving more tired than you are yeah and i had a professor in college say the opposite Mm. and so i think i i kind of had that like i need to make sure i'm leaving more tired than than they are else i'm not doing the work nope and that's a recipe for burnout well yeah but then also like the cognitive load needs to be on them Mm -hmm. and so like yeah learning is exhausting should be it should be. But yeah, Warm Demander is something that goes back to the 1950s, and I can't remember the name of the author, but I did just cite it in an article I wrote for The Echo, so I should probably look that up. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah, you should check it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I find it a very useful term, and I, I think about it almost every day. Um, I want to be that Warm Demander. I want to be, you know, kind, and, but not necessarily nice. I want to be safe but not necessarily nice, you know? Like nice is like, oh, it's okay. You can get away with whatever you want. Kind is like, I care about you and you are going to do the best that I know you're capable of doing and I will not accept anything less than that. Or that decision was the wrong decision Mm -hmm. and here's why. Right, and it doesn't make you any less of a human in my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I I know you can do better, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I'm gonna help you get there, yeah. Mark, (laughs) what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? Um, I'm looking forward to continually building rapport with all the teachers. Yeah. Um, I, I know that I have, well, I shouldn't say I know cause it's a little confident, but like, I feel like I have really good rapport with the music teachers cause that's, yeah. you know, what, what we've been a part of. Yeah. And I have some rapport with some other teachers in other disciplines, but then there are some people who I'm just, I don't know a ton about mm-hmm. and I'm excited to, to get to know them and we've maybe conversed a light, like a little bit. Cool. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. I, I like helping people. I like supporting people mm-hmm. and this year's. It's been a challenge because of all of the craziness of the world. Mm-hmm. And so people just, everyone's being stretched super thin. And I'm looking forward to maybe trying some new things with, with VAPA in general and maybe taking us in a direction where we start to plant and start to lay that foundation for sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I just want people to be honest. Totally. If, if, if what we do is not working, like, hey, this isn't working. Here's why. Yeah. Let's fix it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. John, John, what are you looking forward to? Reestablishing relationships, rebuilding relationships, and also reassessing what worked and what didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and what works now that we've seen everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like I can't go back to certain things that used to exist. Yeah. Um, we've talked about an earlier podcast. There's you know, a certain literature I can't go back to, but I think... That's just focusing on the negative elements. Mm-hmm. I want to find literature that not just doesn't negatively affect students, but what's literature that positively affects students? What's not just the literature, but what are things that, what are, um, man, not manifestations, what are uh, systems that can help uh, bolster a student's um, self efficacy, essentially? Mm-hmm. And so. Because as art teachers, as VAP teachers, we're in a very unique position, and we've said this several times, but like I think this past year, being in lockdown, teaching online. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still muted. You're still <laughs> muted. John, you're still muted. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. About that. Uh, yeah, sorry. Kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, so like, I want to reassess, and I recognize this, this year is not going to be the year I've Bulls, you know, I, I, this is going to be a, a re blank year. Mm-hmm. It's a, the, the prefix is re <laughs> and re establishing, re understanding, re um, and reassessing. What do I want as, to be as a music teacher? Because I'm in this profession now. I'm now a, I've taught for six years. I, yep. I've seen what's happened. I've had relative success um, as a teacher as well. I've not just been. Um, in year one my whole time mm-hmm. you know and so now that i'm no longer surviving mm-hmm. how can i how can i choose how can i make this work best for the community i'm in and how can i make this work to bolster them as people 
Yeah. And musicians as well. That's the mixture of like, I feel like I've done a good, a, a decent amount on making them better humans, I'm trying to also go back into the leaning of making them also strong musicians as well. So it's a weird, it's like, we only have 40 minutes. Yeah. So short. Yeah. And as we talked about also earlier, like with uh, first graders, like they're a pretty cool, they're, they're in that pre K stage that are slowly mm-hmm. understanding. So it's a lot of just redoing things. Totally. And redoing and reassessing. Yes, it has it has been a real shift. Mm-hmm. I I've been thinking a lot about what you're saying, Jonathan, too. And um, I was telling my art teacher. Am I not wrong? Am I not wrong? You're not wrong. Oh, yes. I'm just gonna add to it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna add my little and. You're gonna make it better. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna make it better. I'm just gonna say what it means for me. Um, and you don't have to agree. Uh, but I was telling my art teacher partner um, that before before the pandemic i felt um so much pressure that i put on myself Mm. um of like i have to be the best at what i do right and i have to be amazing and part of that is the fear of losing my job every five to ten years when Mm -hmm. the money runs out and part of that is i'm an enneagram three and part of that is just like preach i right like i just need to be good at things okay um and uh and i want i want to make the world a better place and being a music teacher is my chosen conduit through which i do that But having come out of this last year where there was just so much to do and no way to do it all. Mm. And it is such a joy to be back in the classroom and able to put xylophones in front of them. And God, I miss the sound of wharf instruments. Like it just brings me life and joy to have them playing on those things again. It's also nice just having them sing together. Oh, their voices. Yes. Their sweet voices singing together. (laughs) Yes. They sound like angels. Um, I love it, uh, and um, and I am learning this year how to protect my energy in the middle of it, and I have gone from just framing it to like how can I be the absolute best and help them be the absolute best to how can I not burn out and how can I be kind to myself today and it's really small things um that I'm doing like I'm playing music that I like when they come in like I have a I have a playlist that's like just my favorite stuff that's also kid friendly um that brings me a lot of life when I'm setting my classroom up or like transitioning in between mm-hmm. or I'm wearing really comfortable clothes that feel good when I move and they breathe and um, and I'm not allowing things that would have ruffled me before to ruffle me as much yeah. and I'm protecting that and I'm not taking it personally and part of that's growing up but yep. yeah 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 and as perspective much as is worth quote, a lot old, <laughs> still, we still young <laughs> and I remember like, uh, we we're still young <laughs> we we're still young. but actually no I remember uh, my PE teacher was that you Congratulations, sir! <laughs> Teeth whistling. You Mark to put, wants to say something. You need to put Corey Wong on your on your playlist. Um, he's already there. <laughs> but I was also whistling forever young. Also, I think uh, there might be two Corey Wongs. Are there two Corey Wongs, or does Corey Wong just play beautiful piano and also John Batiste plays beautiful piano, rock stuff, and he plays funk. Here, I'll show you my between classes playlist, and I'll show you. Um, so I have Corey Wong and his beautiful piano music, but I also found this one by Co- um, Corey Wong and Corey Fry. Cody Fry. Cody, Cody Fry. Fry. Yeah. Is Cody. that the same Corey Wong? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, really? Well, the piano player is John Batiste. So Corey Wong made a, an album. Yeah. So he made an That's album. Him? With, yeah. Okay. Well, Cody Fry is the one singing. He plays guitar. Oh, got it. Okay. But their album Meditations fascinating so i, I did have, meditations like, is gorgeous i went on instagram asking you know, a bunch of people like <laughs> music i should listen to mm-hmm. you sent me Corey wong a yeah. former student of mine way back she like sent me like a uh, cody fry like, mm. i didn't listen to any of this like oh my goodness like mm-hmm. i was expecting k-pop from this kid mm-hmm. and it's like oh cody fry is legit this is Good dope stuff. This i also have the whale and jenny's mm. yes and raisin appalachia okay um yes I, I, also wolfpack yes that's Corey wong well, he's part it, of that really? band. I didn't he's know. A guitar, okay, he's that a makes sense. Um, Stateline, The Dip. Also, Lord's Solar Power is so good. Noted. So good. Okay. Um, Just happy stuff. Okay. Sorry. You, you were saying talk. something, though. You were saying that the whole growing up. And it reminds me of yep. when I was in high school, graduating from high school 2008. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
also that same year, our one of the PE coaches. The year I got married. Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's us practicing weight time. Yeah. <laughs> so um, his name is Dave Libby. He's a PE coach, and mm-hmm. something that he told all of us. I think I mentioned this in a prior podcast, but it was early on. He was talking about how even at his age, whichever age he was, but he was retiring and saying, even at my age, I'm still learning what it means to grow up. Mm -hmm. But his main focus was just that now that we are no longer high schoolers, no one is telling us what to do. Mm -hmm. No one is telling us how to learn. Some of us will be going to colleges, some of us will not. Mm -hmm. And it's up to us to continue to work on learning. And that's where it goes Mm -hmm. back into that whole growing up notion that even at his age, he is still pursuing what it means to be a better person as he's growing up at his whatever age yeah yeah i think that maintaining that that element of curiosity Mm -hmm. is the most important thing we can do for ourselves as we you know matter no matter what phase of life you're in that and also for our kids as well i think so much like the information that we we instill in our kids is just like by a rote or by like this is the information piggy bank style you know like placing but Instilling the curiosity is super vital, and I think that's one of the best parts about not just being a music teacher, but also an ORF teacher. Just that mm-hmm. instilling curiosity of what does this do? Right. How I wonder this what like? this means. Yeah. I wonder what this means to you. I don't yeah. know about you guys. I think music teachers are pretty dope. Oh yeah, they're my favorite. Just people. Actually, yeah. that's not true. No, it's fine. Four-year-olds are my music, favorite people, but music, music teachers, teachers are close second. Mm. <laughs> I do love four-year-olds. They're really fun. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Thank Mark, you for joining us. No, don't Mark, do we don't want you okay. to leave us. Don't say, leave me alone with this guy. Ma- so Lauren has been on the podcast at least once per season. Oh, yeah. This we're is, calling you back. This There's is being on the podcast for season three. Yeah. So you call, better not come back. Call me you when season four rolls around. Might be calling so, you before that. If so season like four starts next a week. <laughs> Each new week's a new season. Hey. <laughs> Well, we will have a spiccato after the break. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. It's after the break. So our spiccato today is something that uh, my children came home from camp with. And I can only assume that the person that was in charge of this camp and made this decision hates parents. Here's what it is. (laughs) It is a golden karaoke microphone. Okay. 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 It's the most obnoxious thing in the world. Why? You will be, well, because it's a microphone and it was okay. in the hands of my eight year old. Okay. And it makes all, it's very loud and it makes a lot of different sound effects. Can you show it to us? It, no, because Showcase it accidentally power. ran into my wire cutters. Ooh. So now it is just a golden microphone. How did that happen? How did it accidentally it run into It was so sad. Ooh. It's a really long I'm, story. I'm How would you use a golden microphone, friends? Would you okay. like to hold it? Certainly. So the nice thing about this absolutely useless electronically golden microphone <laughs> is that it does have some heft to it. It does have weight. No, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, something that I do a lot with, and this is inspired by John Feyerabend, um, focusing on soloists if they want, like when it's a time for someone to be a soloist, whether it's myself, whether it's a student, whether it's. The SLP who walks in, uh, I give them the microphone and they sing something. So it, it's a way of showcasing. And the fact that it's golden, not I have a black microphone, but the fact that it's that's golden. also a really good way to make sure that nobody interrupts music class. 
Oh, and then, uh, <laughs> she mildly hates me for that. Okay. Um, my principal stopped coming into my classroom after I made him see all the time. I remember so actually last year my principal walked into my digital classroom and I saw the we have a guest, boys and girls, and she's going to do something for us. She doesn't know what's gonna be. And so I and so I had my principal um sing back and answer. Anyway, so yeah, so we do a lot of arioso and also solo singing as well. So I think having giving a student the microphone first off, mm-hmm. I love the heft. Yeah, isn't it's it nice. nice? Also, the it's fact got batteries that, in it, so it's heavy. And also the fact that like there's a some intentional or not, there is essentially a what is this a, a guard almost? So like, yeah, well that is a speaker and yes. it is usually operational. <laughs> Once upon a time. Once upon a time, it was operational. And then an accident happened. Oh, it was awful. Sad story. I know. For another podcast. So, but anyways, yeah. So showcasing who is speaking, who is singing, who is whispering, etc. Mm. Having the uh, having the student or the person sing, speak, whatever into the microphone is a good way for kids to just focus on their the speaker, focus on the soloist, and so that only one person is singing. Let's do it. So it might be a little, a little more difficult, but you know, that's, that's my cool. Thought. I like it. Kirk. We did an activity in ORF Level 3 mm-hmm. where we had a, a movement uh, with Joshua Block where there was a leader and everyone had to follow the leader in the movement. So where I first went with this is this is your leader mm-hmm. with the movement who needs to purposely use the microphone in their movement mm-hmm. and those following need to follow and then the leader throughout will hand off the microphone to a new oh, leader. Oh, to change the leader. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, sorry, before you go on Crystal, before you share, wow, they gave every single kid in yeah. camp a microphone? Yes. It's a baller move. Baller. It's, it's exactly <laughs> the word I was Baller move. All right. It was terrible. At first, it was you're only allowed to use this in the middle of the baseball diamond because we live next to a little league field. Um, (laughs) And they didn't follow those directions. And then an accident happened. It's terrible. So I have two of these beauties. And um, so what I have decided to do with them this year. No, they're both gold. They're (gasps) identical. They both say (laughs) Camp Invention. Okay. Camp Invention. That was a poor move. Um, but what I've decided to do is I've made a little plaque that says Vapa Rockstar. And so what my art teacher and I do is we um, we have a system, a behavior system, where the class can earn up to two stamps on their behavior chart by the end of the day. And then um, you know they can they can lose one stamp or both stamps, or they get or they get both. Um, and uh, we have just these little markers that I bought from Lakeshore that are like stamper markers. Okay. So it's just really fast for us to go in the hallway and go stamp, stamp. I'm a butterfly. She's a ladybug. And and I always stamp the kids' hands to go nice. with it if they get them both. Um, so anyway, at the end of the of every quarter, we do like a we call it the Bulldog All Star um, Assembly, and we we it's like a Student of the Month thing, but also we have like Bulldog Awards for citizenship and stuff. Yeah. So whoever has the most for upper grade and lower grade most stamps on their chart is going to be the Vapa Rockstar, and they get to have this in their classroom yeah. for you know the remainder of the quarter. Nice. So that's what it is. I swear, like any, if you ever make a product, mm-hmm. make it weighty. This is a good weight. It does. It feels good. Otherwise, right? it feels like those Mad Cats controllers. You don't understand. What I'm That's saying. true. It's like a. It's you don't understand. What I'm saying, do you? I have no idea. No, it's like there's like you look good saying it though. Okay, well, <laughs> back back in the day when like you know you had friends over, you didn't want to buy a new you Xbox controller or such. You had to get this third party controller. For some reason, we like one pound. It's like why is this weigh so little? It's true. It has lax weight. There Anyways. you go. So. Properly weighted things in shoes. In shoes. In shoes. In Cole Han shoes. Are we, we going to shop sometime together? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Um. Round of the week. All right. Are we ready for our round of the week? Sure. I'm assuming you guys didn't bring one. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's very on brand for us. I'm not in the music one. classroom anymore. It's okay. You're not. You know what? So something that I've have embraced we, over we, the last year and a half is I like suck. to write songs. And That's I'm awesome. going to stop being secret about it because I sing them all the time to my students and now I'm sharing them with the world. So I'm going to sing you one of my new songs. Don't so, be offended if we screw it up. 
I'm going to be so offended. As you should, but okay. don't be. This is why we're getting it's really easy. This is the <laughs> so this is what I sing when I need the when I need the kindergartners to follow me, and we're working on standing in a line um, because you know they're space cadets, and you know like half three quarters of the way down the line, somebody's not paying attention, and then they're like, oh, my line left me behind, and then they run and catch up, and it's just a mess. So we're working on paying attention and following. Um, so I lead them on like follow Miss Pridmore walks, and we play follow the leader basically. Okay. So this is my song. Come, my friends, come. Come and follow me if you want a new adventure. Follow carefully. Come, my friends. Come and follow me if you want a new adventure. Come, uh, follow carefully. Nailed it. Should I take it higher? Come, my friends. Come and follow me if you want a new adventure. Follow carefully. Come, my friends. Come and follow me if you want a new adventure. Follow carefully, carefully. If you want a new adventure, follow carefully. That's beautiful. Nailed it. Nailed it. I'm so good at singing. Should we say all of these outtakes? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Come, my friends. So wait, wait, doing come and follow first? me. You sure. want to echo? Come, my friends. Come, my friends. Come and follow me. Come and follow me. If you want a new adventure. If you want a new adventure. Follow carefully. Follow carefully. Should I be crisscross applesauce on the floor yes, now? Yes, you should. Well, okay. in my classroom, we don't call it crisscross. It's pretzel. So you could be pretzel. I or you could put your legs to the side pretzels. and go. You can go mermaid so the thing or is they though, could be sticking up in mountain so mountain pretzel mm-hmm. or mermaid there's Actually, options yeah because crisscross isn't good for your hips it puts up the legs and the hips my hips don't no lie. it's not good for my hips it's true the pretzels are pretzels are good for your hips Gosh, no. i don't understand they're not good for my hips <laughs> you know what i mean you hey. given birth but it's okay that's fair yeah let's try right, so ready Come, my friends, come and follow me. If you want a new adventure, follow carefully. Come, my friends, come and follow me. If you want a new adventure, follow carefully. Come, my friends, come and follow me. If you want a new adventure, follow carefully. If you want a Carefully. Nailed it. Does it have a Z, friends? <laughs> sure does. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Friends. <laughs> it's just the notes on my since, phone. To be on brand, to be on brand, since we have to quote, you know, Victoria Bowler every time. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, so question though, Crystal, where can people follow you? Oh, people can follow me at Finny Vapa on Twitter, or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook on my name. How about you, Jonathan? Come, my friends. Come and Come, follow my me. Friends. You can Come follow, follow me, me at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N on either Twitter, Instagram, also YouTube, but I'm guessing right now since we're in person, there's going to be less of that stuff, but you know, I posted some stuff regarding the last spring music concert to us. Check that out. Mark's Mark. got a new place to follow him now. You can follow the fine work of the Chula Vista uh, Elementary School District's VAPA teachers at VAPA underscore CVSD. Yes. That's right. Also, you should also check out our hashtag CVSD Arts. We mm-hmm. do a lot. We post a lot of stuff, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, different snippets, vertical slices of the stuff that we do in CVSD. If you want to see happy kids making yes. music and art and drama and all kinds of coolness, their, that's a good one. Their faces may be in like 144p <laughs> for obvious reasons. But, yeah, you know. we blur. <laughs> <laughs> We blur, Bleh. but they sound happy. They sound great. They sound fabulous. Mark, hey, you'll be missed. Thanks, guys. Mm. This was so fun. I'll see you next week during season five, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our listeners uh, who have journeyed with us our first two seasons and the ones who will journey with you guys the uh, third season. I'm excited to be an avid listener. Yeah, I'm going to miss you. And see you in the flip of Absolutely. Bye. 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 The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. 
You can find us on Twitter at CH Classroom, Instagram at Chaotic Harmony Classroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com. Did anybody do a round of the week? No. Mm. My buzz does not exist. I think there's more than one buzz going on with Jonathan right now. (laughs) 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 Mark, I miss you so much. Oh my gosh, we should have a segment where we talk with girls and John. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we can mediate. Where we reply to his dating apps to come and This would get a lot of views. It's my last episode. YOLO! (laughs) Oh, the ones that are left. There's no more tempering influences left on this podcast. (laughs) We're just going to knock each other out. And then Mark is like, I'm in the middle. And now it's like guns blazing. Yep. Bring I it, Sally. Super hot. Fire. I think when you record, one should stay like in that corner and the other corner. Hey, huh. hey, hey. No one puts baby in corner. Yeah. No pa- no hair pulling, right? There's nothing to pull. That's why it's funny. <laughs> I promise I won't pull your hair. At Finny Vapa. <laughs> I'm thinking, are we also doing an episode afterwards or no? I, I could. Okay. I could easily do it. I have two ideas. Um, one of them is we could do... Um, Our new VAPA coordinator sucks. He's, yeah. Oh God, as soon as you're gone, we're just going to start we're talking just gonna trash. We're going to talk. And we're going to actually get Colin Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Okay. God, that guy doesn't hey, Lauren, the podcast right now. <laughs>